Hi there, and welcome to the Skylight Books author reading series. If you'd like to learn more about us and our many upcoming author events, please visit skylightbooks.com, where you can browse our inventory, buy books, and join our Friends with Benefits Club. You can also follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and Facebook. To speak to a real live bookseller like me, please call 323-660-1175. Thanks for your support, and enjoy. Seven Samurai Swept Away in a River uh, by Young Moon Jung, who's here, um, recounts Korean cult writer Young Moon Jung's time spent at an artist's and writer's residency in small-town Texas. Jung embraces the rambling landscape of Texas, two-stepping cowboy hats and cowboy churches, antique stores and their antique owners, and transmutes them into the even more expansive space of his mind. All the while, the author is asking what a novel is and must be, while accompanied by an invented mental cast of seven samurai who the author carries with him, silent companions in a pantomime of existential theater. Jung blends fact with imagination, humor with reflection, and meaning with meaninglessness, as his meanderings become an absorb absorbing, quintessential novel of ideas. The LA Times writes that uh, young Moon Jung is an heir to Vitold Gombrovich. I don't know how to pronounce that name, sorry folks. Um, and Deborah Smith, who translated The Vegetarian and The White Book, writes, one of South Korea's more eccentric contemporary writers, Jung could almost be described as a cross between Beckett and Brodigan, which is pretty good company to be in, right? And finally, Review 31, uh, an online literary review, writes uh, that Seven Samurai is a remarkable work for its eccentric modes of thought and how it looks beyond the basic novel form and asks important secondary questions about where fiction has left to go. Okay, so Jung Young Moon born, was born in 1965 and is an award-winning Korean writer and translator. A graduate of Seoul National University with a degree in psychology, Jung is also an alum of the University of Iowa's International Writing Program and has been a resident at the University of California at Berkeley's Center for Korean Study and the 100 West Corsicana Artists and Writers Residency in Texas, which inspired the novel, Seven Samurai Swept Away in a River. Deep Vellum published his novel Vaseline Buddha in 2016 and will publish his linked novella trilogy Arriving in a Thick Fog in 2020. So without further ado, please join me in welcoming Jung Young Moon. Thank you. Just in case, okay. Thank you. Good evening. Thanks for coming. Um, um, actually, um, it's written Chong Young Moon, but um, actually, um, you say uh, it's the way you say um, your name in Korean. So Chong is um, rest name in English. So, Young Moon is my first name. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's um same way in Chinese or so, uh, in Japanese too. Yeah, yeah. How do you use chair if you want one? Um, yeah. yeah. I think it's chairs better, I think. 
Um, no, no. <coughs> it's um, um, <laughs> sorry. Family, family name comes first. Yes, yeah. It's um, yeah, reverse. Oh, yeah. Um <laughs> yeah I I I feel good and uh, <coughs> um has um um the title of the book is um, Seven Samurai Swept Away in a River and uh, um, when you um, hear the title um, what can I ask you what comes to your mind? <laughs> of course um, by Kurzawa <coughs> Akira Um, is is it a uh, film too? Swept away, swept away. Um, I don't know the movie. What's it about? Can I ask you? Okay. <laughs> so it's um love story. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um as um I um got um um part of the title from um um the film um by Kurosawa Akira and but um um I really don't remember um, um, much about uh, film which I had um, seen really long time ago, except the fact that um, seven samurai appear in the movie and uh, they uh, fight against uh, some um, other people. Um, and uh, um, some <coughs> This was um, originally um, published in Korea um, about one year ago in Korean and then uh, translated into English and uh, published a little uh, ago. And um, I um, found some um, reader complaining about some um, that um, when he read this book and uh, he read um, through um, 
about half of the book, but um, there is no story of uh, Seven Samurai at all. So he kind of uh, expected um, um, some story about Seven Samurai, but um, um, Seven Samurai actually appear about after the half of the book, and uh, they um, really um, don't too much um, uh, for the uh, story of the book. They are kind, kind of uh, irrelevant um, figures um, appearing um, quite suddenly into the book and um, um, their kind of, uh, you may call their role in the book is um, very trivial and um, it's, um, it's quite all right, if, even if they don't appear in the book at all, I think. Yeah. But um, as, um, um, as I wrote in the beginning, um, it's a um, um, story about my stay um, as a writer in residence in a small town, Texas. And um, uh, so it's, um, there are stories about Texas. And, um, but um, maybe half of the book um, um, not at all about Texas, about um, totally um, remote um, things. Well, Kurosawa's movies are used as the template, the formula, structurally, mm. for many well-known... Like, um, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. The Magnificent Seven, yeah, yeah. Of course, yes, yeah, right. Um, <coughs> this book is um, um, really um, non-conventional. Um, it's um, um, not at all um, traditional um, fiction. Um, is really <coughs> has um, nothing like um, um, things you expect um, them to be in fictions, like um, 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 characters or um, um, some issues or conflicts between characters or so um, character characters development or um, character 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 yes sorry characters development like that um, like um, um, storyline or plots or um, even themes like that that um, you normally um, consider them to be um, necessary to be in fictions. Those kind of things don't 
um, exists in the, this book. And uh, it's basically um, um, it's um, stream of um, thoughts and uh, ideas of a narrator. Um, it's this uh, very tiny, um, insignificant, very trivial um, series of uh, thoughts um, about this book. And uh, um, I, <coughs> I may um, read some parts, maybe give an idea of uh, how this book is right, looks like, uh, maybe. Um, when I studied um, at a um, small town uh, in Texas, I, what I found uh, uh, really uh, interesting was that um, um, there was a um, small ranch just outside of the uh, town. And uh, um, there I found something really uncanny, um, a combination of um, um, some um, mother, spaceship, um, capture, which is quite big in size. As um, there's some um, logo of NASA, 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 and um, it's um, I think uh, it's about uh, the height of the capture um, was about the height of this. Um, roof, maybe quite big, and uh, and um, but um, it was not the um, actual um, return um, capture. It, it's uh, some um, fake one, some 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 made up this one, and uh, I I don't know why um, the rancher put this um, fake capture on his farm, people do that kind of things, of course. And uh, But um, really strange and the funny thing is that um, there's um, um, a bison, a cattle, um, with um, huge, really enormous horns, um, which have a um, um, U shape, not like um, um, most of the um, cattles you can see in Texas. Um, Longhorns long horns have um, um, horizontal um, horns. So this, um, this particular um, cattle is actually from Africa. And um, um, my friend um, 
who's a um, Texan, um, he's older than me, and uh, he said that um, he has never seen um, cattle with uh, such a big horns in Texas himself. He actually brought me to show this um, um, bison, which has um, um, really enormous horns. And I, I felt when I saw the bison first that um, it has a so enormous um, horns that uh, I kind of thought that um, it must have come from the um, it's back from outer space for some unknown reason because they couldn't explain why these um, horns are so big and uh, and <coughs> interesting is that um, normally um, what um, cattle do is um, most of the time grazing of course and uh, it grazes um, but sometimes, somehow, this cattle approaches this um, space capsule and um, roams uh, around uh, um, this capsule. And um, there's, um, um, of course, a um, um, door um, at um, capsule, space capsule. And, uh, It's really um, funny to see that um, this um, cat with um, enormous horns um, um, approaches to this capsule and um, uh, stands by um, the door as if uh, he, it wants to be sent to the space in this um, capsule or um, as if he's waiting um, his time uh, to be sent. Uh, and uh, it's really um, interesting um, scene I've seen. Um, and so um, I had no idea why, what made um, um, the rancher to put this um, really, um, really absurd um, um, combination of things, uh, um, bison and um, uh, space ship capture on his farm in the first place. And uh, I, I just, um, um, that um, scene kind of um, um, intrigued me that much, and uh, I made up um, some stories about that, and uh, I like to read some parts of that. Perhaps um, <coughs> the farmer thought of his farm with his with a spaceship 
parts and um, on Angkor Watusi, the um, Keter's um, specific uh, species, Angkor Watusi from Africa, as a sort of a theme, theme park and thought that the park required only the space spaceship parts and the bovine and nothing else. That, in fact, there shouldn't be anything else. And he may have thought that the key concept of his farm, which was neglected, like the things on it, was neglect. And I thought that if that was the case, then everything on the farm seemed true to the concept. I skip some parts. I thought that by placing the capsule, which was part of the part of a spaceship on his farm, along with them, Anchor Watusi, the farmer was conveying a message, but didn't know what kind of message it was. D, who'd taken me there on purpose to show them to me saying that he himself have, had never seen any cattle with such big horns in Texas, said that the farmer was playing a joke on people. But I thought there was uh, something more, more to it than that. The capsule and the uh, anchor Watusi seemed to be saying that if you took a, took a careful look at them, ostensibly, a combination that didn't make sense, but did make sense in a way, and thought hard. You couldn't either see or not see the message, and that the hints lay in none other than themselves. And although I gave uh, it some good thought, I could not see the message, and it seemed like a problem I would have to walk out in Texas. Whenever I went somewhere, I liked to present myself with such problems that gave me someone who could find no particular reason to stay there, otherwise a reason to stay. Then one day, it seemed to me that while standing there on the farm, I saw the message which said that although there was no need for you to go out of your way to consider the fact. If you didn't somehow come to consider the fact, you should consider this point. There is to say the fact that no bovine has yet, to, has yet been to outer space. It didn't mean that you should either accept or not accept the fact. The way it didn't mean that you should either send or not send a bovine to outer space. Only that you should consider the fact that no bovine has ever been to outer space. The message was simple and uh, the answer lay in the capsule and the bovine, which was roaming around the capsule as if to say that it was ready 
to go to outer space and all that had to be done was to send it out on a rocket. I don't tell my friend did all of this in hopes that he too would decide the message for himself. After seeing the message, when I, I, whenever I passed by the place, I thought about the fact that there are many animals, including dogs, cats, and humans, that have been to outer space, but that no bovine has ever been to outer space. Personally, I don't think that bovines should also go to outer space. But I thought that it would be nice if bovines went as well, and that their going to outer space would be wonderful in a different way from and much more so than dogs, cats, or humans going. I'd never seen a person on the farm, and it seemed that the farmer never came out of his house, hoping that in turn people would discern the message while looking at capture and the bovine on his farm, and determined not to come out until people discerned the message. Or is it, it was possible that he didn't know what he'd accomplished with the capture and the bovine on his farm, that it hadn't occurred to him that they were conveying a message, and that he'd never seen, even in his dreams, thought of such a thing. But it was possible that one day he would learn about messages conveyed by the capture and the bovine roaming around it on his farm. And when the time came, he could say, how could I not have known this until now? But the message seemed to come with one condition, and that was that it wasn't necessarily so. It's, um, the whole book is like um, um, this, um, um, this way, this kind of um, um, development of uh, stories um, which started from really um, trivial um, 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 in very insignificant uh, things. Um, 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 and um, just um, before this um, 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 capture and um, um, bovine, there is a story um, um, about um, um, something I came to uh, find out when I stayed there. Uh, it was more uh, um, someone put up on online, and uh, it's about um, um, the cat, the first cat that went to space, um, whose name is uh, Felicet, and. Um, Unlike um, um, the first dog who went to space, um, is Rika. Rika is um, um, so well known, um, 
But um, on Raika, Raika, this um, um, fairy set was um, totally forgotten. Um, somehow, yeah, um, nobody knows the, her name, actually. Yeah. And um, actually, there have been so many um, um, kinds of um, animals, um, dogs, cats, humans, and uh, um, do you know what else animals that went to space? Monkeys, chimpanzees, of course, mice, all, all kinds of rats, and uh, yeah. And um, yeah, of course. I think um, humans were there, so maybe it's possible. And um, um, I, I kind of um, um, really got interested in um, um, the history of um, space. Um, exploration, and uh, I read uh, some more um, um, articles about that. And um, actually, the first animal that went to space is um, something very tiny. <laughs> really, can you guess what it might be? Um, not exactly, but. We, something with um, wings, fly. yeah, fruit fly. fly, yeah. Um, I think uh, it could be fruit fly could be um maybe um at the time long years ago. I I think they uh, scientists. So that uh, it must be best uh, um, um, <coughs> choice, I think, um, in many ways, I think uh, it's really tiny, and um, you could send it in a really tiny um, rocket, and uh, yeah, and uh, um, afterwards, um, uh, even in Raika's case, uh, uh, you have to strap um, Raika. Um, in small um, rocket, um, because um, the speed um, is um, tremendous. So yeah, and uh, um, I found a um, story about felicets, um, and um, it was really kind of a uh, very sad story. Actually, very tragic, um, because. Um, um, some space agency in France, they um, um, they actually um, um, found uh, 11 of them, the cats, uh, from the um, streets in Paris. These uh, stray cats, actually. Um, because um, stray cats, um, um, they are normally exposed to 
um, the core rhythm and um, um, they have a better, normally better skills to survive. So stray cats, um, people brought stray cats and uh, trained them to be um, astronaut cats. And uh, um, you can <coughs> Google um, the first cat that went to space or Felicet. Um, you can see the images of Felicet and uh, um, other cats. Um, some particular picture of um, the cats being trained was really sad. They um, were um, equipped some um, devices on their neck and uh, they um, were lined up, 11 of them, and uh, um, I think they, it must be some, um, I think um, taken, uh, the photo is taken at uh, some acceleration chamber, maybe, yeah. And uh, and finally, um, Felicitas was um, um, selected because uh, she was the um, best among these uh, um, cats trained uh, at uh, there. And uh, um, Felicitas was sent. Um, in a rocket um, launched uh, from Sierra Desert, and um, she actually um, made it to the outer space and um, safely came back to the Earth. But um, scientists um, eventually euthanized uh, Felicitas after um, studying the um, effects the space trip um, have on bodies like that. And, uh, Why did they do it? Why did they I have no idea. Um, maybe, yeah, I, I, I really thought that uh, they could have um, released her again on the street of uh, uh, Paris, I think. Uh, they, they. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's the reason I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Some, some, many of them, many, many of them are actually um, what died when um, in the early um, age of uh, space exploration, so many rockets 
um, exploded um, um, just after launch or on the way to outer space or many of them failed um, returning Earth. So um, that only actually Rush was um, reading the um, um, space um, yeah, yeah, exploration yeah, for many years and uh, Yeah, of course, yes, yeah. And um, <coughs> have you been to Texas? Oh, really? Um, <laughs> where did you live? Oh, okay. Cities like um, Dallas and um, Houston, yes, yeah. Um, I stayed, uh, it was two years ago, um, three years ago, um, um, a publisher based in Deras um, published my novel and um, the following year they, they arranged me to um, come to a writing residence in Texas, and um, but I stayed there just for one month. It was um, too short, and mostly um, around the area um, between Dallas and um, a small town an hour away. And um, of course, I I had uh, some events in, in Austin and um, Houston, but. Um, don't worry, uh, I've been to um, eastern um, parts, big cities, so I, I have never been to um, western Texas, which I think is maybe, in a way, yeah, um, uh, really something really Texan, I think, yeah. yeah.
Of course. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's... <laughs> Many people say that, but um, um, of course, yeah, they, um. Um, as I put it in this book, um, I don't try to learn um, as many things as I could about Texas, but uh, I just read um, 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 just um, um, maybe uh, I can find something um, that intrigued me um, just by um, co coincidentally, like that. Um, as um, I, um, of course, I um, during my stay there, I um, tried to learn things about Texas, and but uh, those things that I tried to write in my fiction was not um, um, big things. Um, really, I wrote about small things like um, um, I, I can I um, read uh, some um, article about um, um, true Texans, and um, um, there were there were many, um, and uh, like um, twenty things you should you should you should know if you are true Texans, or fifty things you should know <laughs> if you are true Texans, and um, it's really Many of them, I think, are really stupid um, things, I think. Um, but I, what I found um, um, interesting uh, was that um, um, <coughs> is, is it really true that um, if you, um, when you order soda, <coughs> soda at the restaurant, you first have to say you want a Coke, despite whatever favorite it is that you are actually ordering, whether that is Coke, Coca-Cola, Pepsi, Diet Coke, Sprite, or Dr. Pepper. Is it true? <laughs> In some parts of Texas, I think, or rural parts, I think. I would always say that. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
there was something in your own life that you were trying to, or that you, or that through your writing in general, mm -hmm. that you were trying to maybe figure out or, or discover or learn about yourself or about the world or anything? I mean, is there, yeah, is, is there something you're trying to do in, in, through your writing? Um... There's some some um, um, maybe that can be my um, position or stance about that kind of a uh, issue. I think um, I kind of uh, as as you um, introduced me, um, I maybe um, write some between. Um, Samuel Beckett and um, Richard Brotigan and um, um, they are the writers who have uh, gone to the extreme, I think. Um, they are the most um, unconventional um, uh, writer and uh, um, they really pushed their boundaries and uh, I think um, I kind of uh, um, I'm a success of those kind of writers, I think, and uh, I, um, as I said, um, there's really nothing um, um, like um, um, some things that should be in um, traditional um, Numbers, so it's um, um, when normally um, <coughs> you say that um, um, fictions reflect um, your lives or um, the world we we live in, um, but um, um, actually. Um, our lives are not at all um, structured um, like um, in very structured um, uh, fictions where there are dramas and um, um, where there are um, beginning and um, middle and um, end like that. Um, I think um, um, the basic um, of our lives is um, really um, mostly composed of two things, um, repetitions and uh, variations. Repetitions? Repetitions. Repetitions. How we actually we think maybe um almost uh, all the thoughts we think uh, daily are what we have a thought yesterday or um the day before or a week ago or a month ago 
and uh, most of our thoughts uh, really um, frivolous and um, um, sometimes um, um, like um, daydreaming and uh, um, many of them are really meaningless um, thoughts that um, you will forget in a couple of days or in a week actually and uh, those thoughts that uh, you can't uh, recall that you had uh, thoughts like that uh, actually so um, and of course there is um, some there are some changes of sorts and uh, you make uh, some progress of sorts and uh, you um, change this and uh, I, I think this um, they could be called uh, variation and uh, but uh, um, I think um, when you really um, think uh, about how repetitive uh, your life is it's really um, actually amazing how it how much it is yeah, to think about that and um, um, these these repetition repetitions I think has have no structures um, of any kind or is um, very um, meaningless and I think um, um, in the 20th century um, um, writers um, who are considered to be um, avant-garde writers um, they realized that um, how um, our lives are so repetitive and uh, how banal our lives so they um, try to um, write our lives or the world as they were so they um, they found that uh, they couldn't find um, um, well-structured um, things um, that you normally think uh, uh, should be in the fictions so they defy, um, began to defy and uh, um, diffuse some um, things um, they thought necessary in fictions and Um, 
is because um, um, in your real life there is um, no drama, so, so you um, need um, um, fictions or uh, films that have um, dramas. In a way, very much so, yes. Yeah. Chaotic, yeah. yeah, very chaotic. It yeah. Exactly, it's true, yeah, yeah. Um, it's um, <clears throat> it's um, um, we don't um, almost uh, all um episodes like um, 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 bovine or um, the first cat. Um, into space. Uh, I, in the end, um, in these uh, small episodes, I um, made these um, um, stories um, as if make it same as if um, it was nothing was said. It's um, like um. um I um, talk about something and um, then um, denies um, it and then make the whole story become um, almost um, nothing. It's like um, um, the story was um, sad. It's, um, um, it's because I think uh, I am um, became um, so 
skeptical about um, um, not only about um, traditional storytelling, but also about um, um, telling stories in the form of fictions itself, I think. Um, it's actually the horrible is um, 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 someone um, reviewed about it and um, he said basically about um, 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 meaninglessness itself. I, I, I think it's, um, um, this book is about um, um, questionable um, meaninglessness itself and I think, yeah. Um, Um, fundamentally, I think um, um, there's um, this whole existence, um, our world or the universe um, as we know it is um, it's just um, um, It's, it exists as some result of just a coincidence. I think there's no um, necessary reason for this world to be existed in the past phrase. And uh, um, there was actually nothing in the beginning. And then there came um, an existence for billion years ago, but um, it won't rest forever, and uh, our lives are same, it's really um, brief, and um, someday we'll perish, and uh, it, it, it'll be like um, as if we were not existed, right? Um, I think that um, nothing is or um, nothing is the um, most um, interesting and um, maybe the ultimate um, theme of. Um, um, Maybe retreat. Is your next work uh, arriving in the theme of the Sikh folk? Yeah. Is that, uh, does that have to do with any of these uh, ideas or themes of nothingness or meaninglessness? I, I think I will <laughs> return um, almost. Um, all of my books, um, some, um, on this um, same same writing, right? I don't think I have a reason, but uh, I'm very um, inclined to the teachings of Buddhism. I think, yeah. 
You don't have to believe in. Um, actually, I, I think I try not to write. Oh, I think um What um what I um what's really um the most important issue um is as I said um is um um why not um um nothing is itself but existence um that that. That nothing is itself is um, 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 complete state where there's no um, issues or problems or at all. It's a um, perfect um, state itself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why why existence is it's something I think nobody um can answer. Um it's um, some question that cannot be ever be answered. It's um it's maybe the mystery of um, our existence. And uh, they cannot be served by anyone, I think. Yeah. And um, 
I think um, as long as um, um, there are humans, there there would be um, these great mysteries about ourselves and. Uh, um, but um, um, there is no answer to the question, and um, uh, so as a writer, I think um, uh, what I can do is not to um, prescribe. Um, Yeah, yeah, in a way, yes, yeah. So, um, um, it's some, um, there's some, um, I think, um, nothing, um, you can deal with, um, um the issue of, um, nothingness, um, and, um, uh, um, but um, I want to write uh, about nothingness, but um, nothingness or nothing, but uh, you can't write uh, um, about nothingness or nothing. The only thing you can write nothing about nothing is nothing, I think. And uh, so I try to write something about um, almost nothing, yeah. So it's, um, the whole story is, um, is um, exactly about something about almost nothing. And um, um, sometimes um, that eventually um, ends like um, um, almost nothing. And uh, so, so your most perfect book would be no book. Um, of course, but um, yeah. Um,
from out world and um, you can be liberated yeah liberated. yeah liberated yeah i, I think um that's um, um something um um you can reach by um maybe um religious um beliefs or um uh, in, in in my case is by um writings themselves that um i i i think i am um reaching to this um um realization that um there's not there's nothing that really really matters yeah. you can um liberate yourself from some um and, and yet you know we're at a moment of ultimate crisis in world history you know we're at the point where we might possibly be able to save ourselves from extinction or not we're at the fulcrum, mm -hmm. fulcrum of that moment in history so if any time were important if any issues were important such times and such issues are here with us now and still to you i mean should we should we feel an obligation to act and all of that kind of stuff um Um, I don't think uh, I. I think the idea is that you're always rescuing, saving in the present, and it is we're in a temporal world where everything passes away. There is no ongoing forever and continued line of progress. There is evolution. You know, there, the only safety and rescue we have is in these moments when we feel light and we feel better and we feel fully attached to it. Nothing's going to happen to us right now. We can conclude the life series of those moments, we will always be safe. And the masters rely on breath, they rely on simple gestures, and they can increasingly always try to have prayer to restore humanity back to humanity. I mean, I don't, like Thich Nhat Hanh, that's an idea that's kind of very, uh, they're good ideas, they're good philosophies, you know, that kind of thing. And, I mean, everything's going to pass. There's nothing that's going to stay the same. Yeah. You know, and yeah, we, we should we should measure in simplicity and minimalism our lives with grace, and we should demonstrate that effort to others. You know, it's a very simple thing. There's nothing simple about anything that we're doing right now. If we all did that, you know, we'd probably all end up in heaven together. You know, but there are people who for a little bit easier or cooler Some of us literature, that is talking.
Um, I actually um, tried to um, keep a bit of a distance from the um, really big issues um, um, happening um, close to us, uh, close to me. Um, if you care about all those uh, things, you cannot um, um, concentrate, focus on um, some things you really are um, working on. So I, what I um, trying to do is um, try to write what I am. I think I am good at. And uh, I, I think uh, I, um, I'm good at um, um, making humorous stories and um, um, making um, stories uh, funny. And uh, um, I think um, it's um, Richard Brotigan is um, um, he's the most um, maybe. Mm, eccentric and um, um, oddball writer I know of, and um, he's he, uh, he he what it tells at um, really tiny um, things, but uh, he from these tiny things he makes up. Um, um really um amazing funny um stories um with the help of um, um pure imaginations and uh, i think um, this um, this imagination is i think the most um um, um cherishable thing I think in writing uh, stories um, yeah. um, imagining things that um, you normally can't do is the um, most amazing things and uh, it's some um, whole book is about um, um, how you can um, Imagine um, when you um, come across um, very um, trivial um, um, stories that can be turned into uh, fiction, like um, uh, stories about um, the uh, first cat that went to space or um, um, bovine and um, spaceship capture on um, a ranch in Texan farm and um, um, there's a story about um, 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 Jack Ruby who killed um, Lee Oswald, 
who killed um, um, John F. Kennedy. And um, there are so many um, stories written, so many theories and uh, um, conspiracy theories like that. But uh, I uh, Google searched and uh, what I found um, um, the most interesting thing was that um, um, Jack Ruby um, took his um, two dogs in his car to on his way to kill Lee Oswald, um, who was um, who was um, um, on the way to um, who ca who was um, 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 in prison at um, um, Dallas Police um, Department and who was supposed to um, be um, sent somewhere. And uh, um, of course, you carry um, your dog with you when you uh, go for walking or to, when you go to shopping mall or um, when you go hunting or fishing. But it's really um, not normal to carry one's own dog when you go to kill someone. Um, it's, um, I the um there are conflicting theories that um, um some people say that um he took one dog um other people say that um two dogs uh, and um he i think he took uh, two dogs um ducks hunt uh, one he called his wife and uh, another uh, he called his uh, child actually he took um, his family, two of his family, to uh, on his way to kill somebody, and um, um, I, I I found this really interesting, and um, um, I kind of uh, um, made up. There there are a lot of um, stories about this, his act of. Um, of this and uh, um, and I um, kind of come came up um, why he took his dogs with him and uh, it's it's really absurd but um, um, um Eventually, um, he Ruby um, shot um, Oswald and killed him, and um, he was arrested on the spot. And uh, some other people 
came afterwards and um, took these dogs and uh, um, sent to someone. I, I think the, the dogs had a um, happy life. Yeah. Um, I think. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to the Skylight Books author reading series. Don't forget, you can listen to this and all of our other great podcasts at skylightbooks.com. Thanks again for stopping by, and we hope to see you soon.